0: The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family.
1: Hooray! It's toaster day. Happy toaster day, everyone. Welcome along to a brand new series. Woohoo! Thank you so much for listening and downloading and subscribing and all the bits and bobs. I really hope uh, you enjoy these episodes. I have loved recording them. They have been an absolute pleasure so far and many more brilliant ones uh, still to come as well. Don't forget, we've got a Patreon now. Patreon.com slash toasterpod. More information on that after the wonderful, fabulous Mel door. Hello, welcome back to My Mate Bought a Toaster. Oh my goodness, I'm very, very excited to welcome uh, this week's guest. Uh, she is... I mean, oh, can we can we throw in a national treasure, Mel Goodrich? Can we that? Can makes we do me that? sound old, Tom. Yeah, that does, makes, doesn't it? You haven't. Makes you me sound very old. Over 70 for that. Uh, okay, fine. She's a, a national treasure <laughs> in She's brilliant. She's wonderful. I love her to bits. And I've been harassing. I've been harassing your people for absolutely months, Mel Goodrich. My months, people,
2: i.e. me. Stop yeah. harassing me. <laughs> Tom, I owe, before we start, I yeah. owe you an apology, my friend. Can I just get this off my chest before we start? Oh, excellent. Finally. I don't know what it's for, but yeah, finally. Good. So... The pair of us, you and I, were involved in a charity bike ride about (gasps) three, three or four years ago. Remember this? A very. (laughs) Do you remember the amazing bike ride, which is the uh, it's for the Prince's Trust and it's palace to palace. So you go from Buckingham Palace to Windsor Castle.
1: Uh, It's a great bike ride, really good fun. So, (laughs) really good fun, and it's a it's a long ride though, isn't it, Mel? It's a long ride. (laughs)
2: It's quite a long ride. It's yes. probably, what is it,
1: 40, 49 yeah. miles is coming to mind. Forty. It's, it's 45, like that. But, which is, you know, it's fine if you're on good kit, you're on a good bike that's properly, you know. That fits you. That, that fits, fits you. you. Yeah.
2: So long story short, Tom, I do apologise. It was very, very early in the morning and we all were stumbling around the radio station that we were both working for, that you're still working for. I'm not anymore. That's a, that was another story.
1: This is how you lost the job. <laughs> Because because I lost this. the job. You mess with Price's bike, you lose the gig.
2: And they said, the guy just said, "Oh yeah, your bike's over there." So I thought, "Oh brilliant!" I went and grabbed the, the nearest bike, and um I, I did sort of think about twenty miles in. God, this bike's a bit big. <laughs> um, it's um, I'm having I'm having problems getting my toes down onto the pedal, but it's good. It's stretching my legs out. That's good. Mate, I was on your bike, and you were on mine. How was your
1: journey? Probably well, if, you can, if you can imagine like a sort of Parisian clown, you know, on the tiny little tiny thing all the way from Buckingham Palace to Windsor. And also the, to sort of add this in to, 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 it did look like I'd stolen a child's bike. <laughs> also, what you have to understand is that I was on breakfast, the breakfast show that morning. So you took off at seven o'clock, right? Off you yeah. went to yes. Windsor.
2: Mm. It was dark. Yeah, dance. right. Yep. Right.
1: Uh, very quiet. Lots of you in a big gang. So you're in a, a sort nice, nice. Yeah. Yeah um which is obviously french for peloton and i however i've had to finish my show <laughs> and then i had to get on this child's bike in full traffic i'd imagined in my head that the roads would be closed I don't they know would I close them they close them for you tom i mean they talk about the the illness of dj narcissism <laughs> i thought they're going to close the road from buck Powell to windsor pal and uh tp's just going to hop on the bike and it's all going to be fine it was me all right. Oh no, I'm sorry. And in I'm full so traffic. Sorry. Yeah. Full, in full traffic. And I just, I spent, it took me four hours, and which is I think is too long. I think it should, for us even, you know, I'm not a cyclist. It took,
2: it took us two, mate. It right. took us two tops.
1: Hmm. Well, it's because I had to stop and curse your name every three to four minutes. <laughs> oh, I had to stop watching the Bake Off. I had anything you do on TV, I'm like, I can't see her now because it just, it, I instantly feel the blisters back in the crotchal oh, regions.
2: Were, you, were your knees going up um, by your ears because the bike was so small? <laughs> was it like that? Like a sort of, like those hipsters in Shoreditch used to ride those very stupid little tiny bikes. Yeah, if I, if I had a beard so and a sorry. tattoo,
1: I could have looked like a legit hipster but as it was, I just looked like a tired dad. I looked like, you know the marathon when people dress as like, they dress as a piano to do the marathon. <laughs> people thought it was some sort of novelty thing. So I, do you know what? I think I got more credit i think i got quite a lot of <laughs> kudos for it
2: did you end up with silver foil around you <laughs> Yes. But to, to, to prevent the hypothermia, it was one of those, wasn't it? I'm <laughs> Tom, I'm really, really sorry. You were very good about it then, but I've mm. never properly had the full space and time to apologise. My bike ride was actually really quite
1: good. I, I, don't need to know. I, don't, I don't need to know. I don't need to know about how you bike the, ride went, The bike was a
2: bit big, yeah. but it, it was good.
1: It was good. The wheels were nice and big. But didn't you, didn't you have an incident? And we will get onto the podcast in a sec, sure. Who cares yeah. about what, what Mel bought? Um, <laughs> Uh, didn't oh, you have tom. an incident where yes, someone had a tom. crash
2: yes tom it was outside bentles in kingston there was a pile up as everyone was trying to cross the road yes and this poor chap oh he, his feet were in those um yes you know what they mm. called when uh oh. Let's
1: say peloton again because i like saying peloton. Peloton. this peloton. is completely the wrong word yeah
2: religion
0: <laughs> <into> no
2: <laughs> so his feet were in t- toe clips toe clips And he was saying, poor bloke, he was just going, move, move, everyone move, 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 because he couldn't get his feet out of the toe clips. So he knew it was
1: coming. He knew disaster was coming.
2: He knew it was coming. And then the person next to him heard a crunch of bones, literally a crunch of bones, as he went very, very slowly to the ground with the feet still in the toe clips. He was in Kingston General Hospital for about three months, and I was in touch with him for many months. We kept in touch. Because I was three
1: months wow oh it was it
2: was awful. it was so bad tom and this was on this really brilliant positive jolly bike ride you know to raise money this yeah poor poor chap but also his son was with him so
1: uh, yeah but also the moment where he had something like that happens and you're lying in agony and then meloff of you know at the time bake-off looms (laughs) over your head how are you (laughs) all right what
2: what (laughs) (laughs) horrible hallucination (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like your worst dream, the I, greasy face looming in.
1: I do think that there's it was a awful. there's it was definitely awful. I think there's a TV show in Celebrity St. John's Ambulance.
2: <gasps> That's a
1: great idea,
2: Tom. It, so it? what's the format? You train up and then you, you go train
1: up a bunch of people like like you know Gemma you, Collins. You get Gemma Collins in, yeah. And you go right. and help, but with minor injuries, you know, like a grazed elbow or, or a, you know, maybe a uh, uh, maybe a collarbone or something nothing too serious we don't want anyone turning up at a pilot, at no. but you know keep it light
2: I was constantly having to visit St John's Ambulance Tents with my comedy partner Sue Perkins because she's very very accident prone oh is she oh <laughs> Tom the amount of time I've spent in a John's Ambulance Tent with that woman she goes, she's years one, she's off of my life clumsies. she's oh, one of the clumsies she's one of the clumsies the last one I think was at a bonfire night piece of ash in the eye no. Yes, piece of ash in the eye, in the tent. I missed the whole blooming firework. How uh, do display. People do that? I don't know. see Perkins. I know. I know.
1: Right. Listen, we've got to crack on. I could Come just I could gossip about the St. John's Islanders for hours, but that's not what the podcast is. St. John's Absolutes podcast. We'll do that another time. All right, so what I'm gonna do, I'm just gonna jump into some random bits. Very very recently, in fact, we're going into <laughs> oh, de- no. December okay. 2020. I'm worried um, now. It's not rude, is it? Well, we'll see, shall we? I mean, a we've got a lovely set of four plant hangers. <laughs> a a miko m- 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 how says word macrame. Why well, macrame? A- macrame, macrame, macrame. It is set for hanging um planter basket, decorative flower pots. So that's I mean that's lovely. Do you like your flower pots?
2: <laughs> oh no, this is absolutely Do you know but listen. I think we're all purchasing slightly random things, aren't we at the moment with mm-hmm. the world the way it is slightly skewed. Yes. So I might possibly have had a little bit, I'm not going to say senior moment. I'm going to say a perimenopausal moment. I'm going to say that my possibly my hormonal um, equilibrium was slightly out of whack. And that's why I haven't even, I have opened it, but I I was so depressed when I opened it. And I
1: thought, oh God, why did I buy that? (laughs) Is this your first foray into being a... Into macramé. It's a, macrame, it's a macrame world. Do you Hang on, it's to, like- define macrame for me, please, because I am I might be thinking something else. What exactly is macrame, please? I don't know.
2: I think it involves string and it's made of string. If you can imagine, oh, yeah. do you remember a sitcom called Robin's Nest way, way back? You'll be too young, Tom. It was in the 70s. Too young. Too mm-hmm. young. Mm-hmm. So it was a sitcom called Robin's Nest. Quite a wholesome sitcom. Uh, and Robin's Nest was a restaurant. And it had gingham tablecloths and candles in bottles with the wax running down the bottle to make it look yeah. sort of a bit Spanish.
1: Classic, yeah. That was, that was the definition of exotic, certainly in the 80s as well, when I was growing up, yes. Exactly.
2: And in Robin's Nest, there would also have been the macrame, uh, I can't remember what they are, what are they? Plant pot holders.
1: Well, I'm going to doing, I'm gonna have to. I'm going have
2: to get them out. I'm going to have to get them out.
1: I just, I just imagined that this was some sort of that you, you, what you were talking about was getting into uh, uh, flowers and plants and and being a bit green fingered. Is it green fingered and all that stuff? But no, this is you getting into because there's more things. 20th of December, everyone's gearing up for Christmas. What's Mel doing? She's buying a crochet hook set.
2: <laughs> Sounds like something out of Vera Drake, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> now listen. Okay, I'm going to come clean. My best friend, well, one of my best friends uh, called Sid, who I was at school with, is a demon crocheter. Okay. Mm -hmm. She's just made an amazing, she sent me a picture of it. It's like, it's a double bed-sized blanket, and it's a rainbow. It goes through. Richard of York gave battle in vain. It goes through from Richard, red, orange, all the way up to the last one, violet. Whatever it is. Right.
1: Vain. Battle in vain. Vain. Yes. Violet. Yeah. Do no, Do the poem first properly, please, because now I'm just distracted by the poem. How does it go? Richard. Richard
2: of York, York. gave battle in vain. That was that was the seventies poem anyway. Red, Fine. orange, yellow, green, blue, violet
1: in vain indigo sorry indigo, indigo violet. violet okay yeah, good exactly
2: right. um yeah so she's done that and it is absolutely stunning wow. i'm i'm re- i'm I'm not gonna lie it's the green-eyed monster i'm thinking well if yes. sid can do crocheting then i can do crocheting. <laughs> right i got the, the hooks so, so
1: right that's my next question have you got into have you done it well there's something behind you we can see on the video call now what's that on the on the chair behind you or is that, oh
2: now hang on these are, i'm the, the, Sue Perkins gave me that. Oh, this is, I'm going to put it on. This is, oh my God.
1: Sure, are we shawling?
2: We're shawling, mate. Oh. But it's beyond shawl. Can I just say? It's yes. beyond ruddy
1: shawl. It's beautiful. So it's I've, lovely red and, and nice. white and black stripes and a bit green in there as well. Oh, it looks thick. Oh, it's like Lenny Kravitz scarf now. It's yes. a Kravitz
2: scarf, mate. See what I've done?
1: Oh, you've Kravitz the scarf. <laughs>
2: you've made yourself uh, look tiny. <laughs> I've Kravitzed.
0: What's the purchase history of this jokester? Stay tuned for my mate bought a toaster.
2: Now, listen, I had—I actually did open the box of the crochet hooks and I had a peek right. inside and I got so scared because they, there's a range of them. I didn't realise when I purchased that, you never do, they never give you these details, how many crochet hooks there would actually be inside. Well, it probably said, but I ignored it. And there's one yeah. re- there's a really, really thin one. There's a really, really thin one. And then there's a really sinister fat, they go really fat, the crochet yeah. hooks. And I yeah, they're quite,
1: to... 14, you've got 14 oh, in there. 14. You... Yes. Yeah. But the 14. Yeah. My... Also, you've got, here, look, on the 18th of December, uh, knitting for absolute beginners. I like that you <sighs> might have looked at it for beginners and gone, no, 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 absolute beginners for me. I want the knitting for complete goobers, please. <laughs> <laughs> That's the option I'm after.
2: i've looked at page one and already it's giving me the fear
1: but the problem is what you're doing is you're look it's like your mate is is has got a gold medal for crochet with that rainbow throw and you're saying i want that you've got years and years of training ahead of you this is this is the problem with amazon is that we say i'm gonna i'm gonna jump in yeah here we go and then the the, the, sort of the training begins not to crush
0: your dreams
2: do you know what I? I really do think, though, because I've tried to learn Polish as well. I speak a bit of Polish because my dad was Polish, mm. and I've tried to buff up my Polish skills online. Um, are we talking? Can are you mentioning lockdown, Tom?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. Okay, it's, it's a thing that's happened for sure.
2: Okay, um, so during lockdown, I have tried to buff up my Polish language skills. Joined yeah. an online class, uh, and then they set you homework. Obviously. I just think it's really hard to learn anything unless you're face to face to someone. Mm. Sorry. That's mm. a really bad excuse. So the knitting book, for example, I can't learn anything. So you I need some knitting make-
1: classes is what you're saying? Uh, yeah.
2: I need to go into a ruddy class and be mm. with, with, with the gang.
1: What would the Mel Gordoich of ten years ago said if she saw you sitting uh, one Christmas with a Lenny Kravitz throw over your lap and knitting needles in front of you, cro- sort of idly crocheting your life away? What what would that person have said? Would she have said yes? That's exactly what we were aiming at. Good work, Mel. Or would she have? She'd said... She'd have
2: been. She'd. Have, I love. I love talking about oneself in a third person. I love that. <laughs> she should have said. <laughs> she wouldn't have been surprised. Oh she'd right. Said, okay. Yeah. She'd have said. Yeah. I knew. I knew you'd always come to that. <laughs> in a sort of slightly, you know not surprised
1: you know. at all but is it a part is part of it having your kids a bit older how old are your kids now? so they're now 17 and 18 right so there's a bit more time on your hands now that's the thing that Ooh. is the worry
2: and literally within a few months we're going to be one is going to be definitely out of the nest one is so desperate to get out of this lockdown nest you know bless mm-hmm. her and the other will be you know Peeking over the edge and and uh, brushing down her wings so yes I need some things Mate, I need some work
1: yeah and I need some hobbies and some you, things I, I think I think you know what you need to do is crochet yourself a giant child. <laughs> You can just sit it on the sofa. <laughs> just, just hold it. Is that too bleak? I've gone a bit bleak there, haven't I? Right.
2: Slightly bleak, mate, but right. quite no, I quite like that. It's a,
1: thought, it's a thought. Um, all right, okay, well, let's move on from the crochet, <laughs> shall we? And the knitting. Um, 21st of December. Oh, this was running late. Look, uh, really saying something. Uh, Sarah and Karen. I bet I've said that wrong. Is it Sarah and Karen? Our oh, banana rama. Yeah.
2: I got that for my sister actually. That was a late Christmas present. It was yeah. one of those Christmas presents where you realize that they've got you something quite good and you need to buff up what you've got them. Yes. Do you know that thing? Yes. So you go into your Blooming Onlines um, and try and buff it out with something. Yes. So I gave her last year, which is a brilliant book, the Viv Albertine book, Uh, Clothes, 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 Boys, 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 brilliant seminal book about growing up in the seventies and being a punk in the seventies and anyone out there who's looking for that kind of book, just read it. Viv Albertine is astonishingly brilliant as a writer. Anyway, I thought, okay, I thought let's carry on the theme of last year. I want a girl group um, and I want something a little bit with a bit of edge actually. Mm. And somebody suggested the Banana Rama book. I haven't read it yet. I'm waiting for my sis to read it. And then she'll lend it to me.
1: Yeah, that's a classic. Buying books for I do it with my wife, do it with my brother as well all the time, yeah. buying the books. I'm like, i just it, it's it's yeah. um it's bo- it's boomerang presenting. You, is that what it is? I just made that up, but I'm it's gonna good. go with it. I like it, Tom. You hand it over and you're like, I just thought you might be interested, my <laughs> wife, in Sam Warburton, the Welsh rugby captain. And if you're not, let me sort of do a York notes on it for you. Um okay, good. Banana Rama, very nice. Um I think sort it of. It's poss- good. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. Is it quite quite dark stories going on with Mar because I would assume just sort of nicely kind of polished Sheens um... lovely 80s dungarees
2: rah-roska. Yeah, right exactly no I think I think there were there there's there's an edge there and I as I say I haven't read it yet uh because one of them uh Shivon Pahi uh she went off she had a bit of a solo thing going on didn't she and she married Dave Stewart from Eurythmics oh uh, right okay Siobhan okay. did and uh she became part of Shakespeare's sister. I bloody
1: love Shakespeare's sister. Hormonally, hormonally yours, what an album.
2: Yeah, you're absolutely what? right. An album. I must delve back into a bit of SS actually.
1: Actually, that sounds very wrong. I <laughs> love the SS. I had all the SS kit. I used to have all the SS shirts when I was younger. I'm just, just reminded where when you were um, talking about the Banana Roma book, you had this kind of you know, I haven't read it, and it just reminded me of university, of all my seminars at university. Oh, so Tom, going, Tom, Dune. you know, I I would say that the themes broadly are there, and and based literally, all I'm saying is based on what it. I've looked at it. I've literally looked at it, and that's all I've got for you.
2: I did many of my Italian, uh, you know, tutorials, whatever you call them, sessions, having only read the cover, quite li- <laughs> quite no, quite literally. So I knew the name of the author. <laughs> I knew it's just it's embarrassing. It's really embarrassing, and also I think students really do work hard these days. Yeah, well, they yeah, do because they... they have to actually
1: properly pay back in Ex- our day. Basically, exactly. Exactly.
2: And I feel really, I'm oh, I just feel embarrassed, sort of talking about talking about that because it oh, yeah, do you ever get nightmares where you you're transported back to being a student and you haven't done the work?
1: Yeah, there's one moment that really strikes me it was doing Chaucer, and this is quite. It's sort of a rude story, but basically we were sitting in a seminar and there were probably 11 of us in in a circle in a small room. And this is when, and I just arrived from private school convinced, you know, the absolute wind in my sails, the the entitled confidence of a disgusting 18 year old Tory from South Wales, very much a different man now, but at the time I was pretty gross. And I just thought I was great. And I listened to these series of people from completely different backgrounds. It was Warwick University, but not the most diverse place, but still people from different backgrounds, you know, things like Gloucester and um, they were just so much more intelligent than me mm. like the eloquence yeah. in the article yeah. and I was sitting there going uh, and it, it really dawned on me in the first like three minutes of my time at work I was like I am way out of my fucking depth here and as I was sitting this is absolutely true Mel I'm sitting there I'm slouched back like this <laughs> and I'm wearing I'm wearing my, my um these these khaki trousers combats and I looked down and they had button flies and I saw <laughs> I can't believe I'm telling you this I saw one lone very thick pube Oh. just poking out of the buttons really like like a sapling <laughs> oh and I'm and I'm, and I'm sitting back and I'm like this so this at the moment I start to think I shouldn't be here this is not and I looked I was like holy shit so I, I had to that what I did in the first 10 minutes of my first ever seminar at Warwick University was pluck a pube I had to, I had to lower my book across it and just, no, I had to yank it out. I had to probably oh. get rid of it because it was just, I couldn't fudge, I couldn't thumb it back into the flies, could I? And did was... Did anyone see? Somebody must have seen. I, I literally had my eyes closed for the whole seminar after it had happened. So I didn't look up. I, I couldn't open my eyes and look again. I just looked down, did it. And, and oh, then just that's sort of.
2: brilliant, Tom. <sighs> That is absolutely marvellous. And was that a kind of, what sort of a moment was that? Was that just a, it was salutary. It was a salutary bringing you down to earth moment or... What was yeah, it, it for was, you? It, painful. but it, really uh, it was very painful. hard to get out as well. Yeah, especially yeah. when you're younger, those ones
1: different story. Absolutely, those are you know, yeah, th- those are strong. Forget sapling; those are strong boys. Those are in there for the long term. Drunks. And this is obviously this is nineties. This is before people stupidly started trimming their their bits. You know, which I'm. No. You know, this is when we still had. Anyway,
2: back to the I've day never d- you- I've, never, I've never I've never done that, never done that. And the last time Sweet. I had my bik- no, the last time I had my bikini line done, oh. which you know is a wax job, hot wax and strips, uh was probably in the 90s actually. It was so ruddy painful. Horrendous. Hor- really I just-
1: painful. I the other thing I have done, and we will get back to the show at some stage, is uh every now and again I've had to do a sex scene on TV because uh you know I like doing porn. But like for example, I did years ago, Secret Diary of a Call cool Girl with Billy Piper. I had to do a sex <gasps> scene with Billy Piper, oh and gosh, I no. have a very astute crack. Back. Well, that, yeah, that too, but back right the back. The back looks like a dog's bed. Okay, <clears throat> it's properly and I had to have the full sugar wax on across my entire back and it is still the singularly most painful experience of my life
2: I've never had sugar wax but is it the, the same it's, it's
1: the it's... same I've, cause it's... I've had the I've had the other uh, wax as well now because I had to do it a few times different scenes where I've had to be topless on tv and uh yeah it's it's
2: horrible. awful awful and they they, they 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 literally try and sugar it don't they by calling it sugar wax so you somehow yes. think oh it's going to be a better experience than yeah. the normal wax yeah. and it's just yeah. not it's terrible I've never hairy. had the sugar wax but d- what a- my friend really old friend has got ve- a very hairy back and shoulders mm. and he was really self-conscious about it for years he mm. had the full laser job
1: yeah I'm going to I'm get that done
2: yeah and um, actually he will admit it's changed his life really yeah yeah totally he totally swears by it There's I a- might have my legs done actually I wouldn't mind a
1: laser uh, yeah. laser leggy well yeah and you can crochet while you're getting it done just sit there
2: i can crochet the hairs yes oh that's (laughs) what you're saying you
1: can use the hairs that's better i you know it comes to something when um there's a there's a shop near us what does the laser treatment, and they put a big sign up in their window just before lockdown saying, like, with a massive discount because bless them, they're probably struggling oh big God. time. Big, oh. big sign up. And I got a text. I swear to you, this is true. I got texted by five different mums who know about my hasute back problems saying, Oh, have you seen this? I got screen <laughs> like photographs sent to me by five different mums saying, Have you seen that they're doing it? A- <laughs> I am known Tom. as a local gorilla. Yeah, Oh Tom. This podcast I- wouldn't have helped but... No.
2: <laughs> No, it's good to talk. It's good to talk about it. Good to talk about these things. Yeah, these yeah, things. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Ooh. my boy, My bin my baby, Richard, Richard and, and girl, gonna, gonna make your, your lives better today. today. If you'll subscribe to our podcast. You know, it's all about how to get the most out of your partner. And we're partners. So we know all about it. It's good. Get it wherever you want to get it when you go and get it from your podcast place. Richard and Greta. You know? You know? Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
1: What else have we got? House of Disaster Moomin Snork Maiden LED light. Um, a Moomin LED light. Now this is bought, and you cannot use the Christmas excuse because you're now in the 4th of January 2021 and you're buying LED Moomins. <laughs> Explain yourself, please. Okay, so this was for my daughter's
2: 17th birthday (laughs)
1: okay good seems appropriate yeah uh, yeah now
2: in that way that happens with fads and things like that Mm -hmm. the teens now are apparently quite into the moomins so i gave her yeah i gave her a moomins plushie which is possibly my least favorite word and i can't look you in the eye as i say the word oh yes A plushie do you know do you know that do you know what those are
1: Uh, oh uh like a doll thing or something like a bit
2: they're like a big spongy Sort of veloury type, oh, no, very particular type of toy, right? And uh, for example, you get all the emojis in plushy form now. Sounds <laughs> so fucking old. We're,
1: com- we're complaining. Yeah. We're complaining about a lack of pubes, and now, <laughs> now <laughs> uh, so, so an emoji toy, an um, emoji yeah. toy. What? So
2: she, she's also got. Oh, this is embarrassing. Uh, I can't believe I'm telling you this, but she's also got. You know the emoji poo. Oh, the, yes. the triangular brown thing with the face going whatever. She's got a plushie. Right. Plushies are big. Tom, right. plushies are big. Your children probably aren't into them yet,
1: but it's but coming. When they... It's coming. Coming down the line. So, so she turns seventeen. Turns seventeen, and you, she... driving lessons, a car. No, 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 no. I've got your big turd and a moomin. Thanks, she... Mummy.
2: I'm all. I, I don't know what. Listen, it's lockdown. I'm blaming lockdown for everything. But yes. we are reading the moomins to each other in voices of an evening
1: sorry i think the nation now <laughs> needs to hear what a moomin voice sounds like
2: i oh dear might no. <laughs> know so, so Moomin, oh no, this is embarrassing. So Moom, you know, Moomin Mama, Moomin Mama's very kind of little bit lone, little bit no nonsense. Slightly sort of Keeley Hawes. Little bit oh, Keely yes, yes, yes. Yes. Slightly Keely Hawes in the Dorals. That kind of voice. Oh, I love Keely Hawes. I love Keely Hawes, oh. mate.
1: What what other Moomin characters do you do? What do you what, Oh, oh. That, listen? I'm no.
2: really hang get, on.
1: Don't worry, I by all means get it. It might be your age saying no. if he's talking about Moomins,
2: pull out, <laughs> get away. Oh, I've declined. I've declined. Mm-hmm. No, it's a lovely friend, Um, but oh, he likes to talk. (laughs) Get him on. It's podcasts. Uh, But do not no. But it was one of those. Do you have those friends? Where I've got two friends. They're both actors, actually, and obviously at the moment work work is a bit thin on the ground. And I know, and I adore them from the very pit of my heart, but. When they phone, you look at the clock and you think, can I spare 45 minutes? Because this chat is going to be at least 45. Do you one know what I'm my, saying?
1: One of my best friends, and I'm going to name her because she's been on the podcast, Lizzie Roper. I don't know if you know Lizzie Roper. Roper. I'm
2: obsessed with Roper. I'm we love Lizzie Roper.
1: With... She's one of my busy mates and she phones me and I'm like, and I, I look at the phone and I look at the clock and I'm like, I'm not sure I can fit. I'm homeschooling in two hours. Oh, I'm God. not sure I can fit you in. I can imagine the Roper chat is endless, actually.
2: Wonderful, Wonderful. Ta- And tangential, massively tangential.
1: Tangential, filthy, Brilliant. furious. Brilliant. Uh, everything oh,
2: about her. She's I like Lizzie Roper very much. Please send her my love. I will absolutely do that. Yeah, yes. no, she's uh, a cracker. Do you answer on your phone
1: if there's an unknown number? Yeah, of course. I'm an actor. I'm desperate. to. It could be, could be oh, hi, you know, you did that self-tape two years ago. It's time. Uh, every Yeah, of course I do. Do you? Do you, I bet you don't, do you? I bet you're suspicious. Well,
2: I don't know. I'm always a bit I think it's going to be a scam. I'm always convinced. an 0203. Is 0203... Oh. Is 0203 officially a thing now? Is that our code?
1: I, I in never London? answer those ones. No, 0203 no. is, is a scam call. What it's, is it? So it's, it's, it is a scam call. Thank you. you, go, you very Google much. the number, but you, you can do this. If you get a scam call, you see a number sorry, that sorry. pops in. <laughs> just with fury about the um, drunk calls. You just Google the number, cut and paste the number. I mean, having spoken to you now, I know about your technical abilities. So oh, get, I see. Wait. Sorry,
2: that's yeah. the message coming through. It'll be oh, a classic, message. Classic. and the And the message. That's will be- how long the message has been. Yes. <laughs> yes that's that's what i'm talking about and there'll be i mean he's a brilliant actor and there will be five impressions in there six different accents it'll be hilarious he needs
1: to work though he needs to
2: work
1: for god's sake i know if i I have to do another self-tape I'm gonna and it's driving all my actor friends are doing them and you have to get the other you can't get another actors to come in and read on the other side of the camera, so you have to get your oh, loved ones to do I it. And what? I was doing a self-tape with Beth last week and her character kept dropping the N bomb, kept saying the N-word, and Beth was No way! Last, Beth was like, I can't I can't, <laughs> I can't, I
2: can't. Well, that's awful, Tom. Oh, but
1: I've so awesome. I have to say,
2: I've never ever been successful in an audition, pretty much in an audition anyway, but certainly in a self-tape. Oh god, no way. The no. filth. but this is interesting no actually this
1: does this is interesting about your career because the acting thing was going like you're doing bits and bobs with comedy sketches and, and and like you know stuff was happening and then suddenly along comes Bake Off and it's just like this explosion do you does it still like um, I can't no I can't make
2: head on the <laughs> tail no quite literally quite literally so I I'd I mean series one was appalling <laughs> absolutely dry as a bone no one knew what they were doing it was just appalling and i kept saying to sue in fact my sister really really rips the piss out of me because i would phone her every night and just say it's the worst thing i've ever done it's the worst thing i've ever done it's the worst thing i've ever done and she yeah she's heard this from me all her life yeah it's it's the worst thing i've ever done and i'm saying no but seriously this is the worst thing i've ever been involved i've ever been involved with and sue and i would phone each other and go oh my god when's it coming out no, why? It's fine. No one will see it. No one will see it. It's fine. Don't worry. You know, we paid a bit of mortgage. You know, blah blah blah. It'll go under totally under the uh, you know whatever the expression is the radar. The, the radar. Thanks, Tom. You're welcome. That was very sweet of you because you just went radar, radar. in a very nice way,
1: well, gentle I'm, way. I'm very familiar with not my words run out all the time. It's a living nightmare. I need an I need a word assistant everywhere I fucking go. It's a nightmare. Um, so so yeah. that's fascinating
2: so yeah literally and and then it just turned into this this strange old thing I mean it was so weird life is brilliant like that though isn't it I mean it's
1: yeah. t- oh there he is, is again it. Is it, he's back on it, do, back you on it. To, do you want to answer I mean we'll just Probably bring in like, him in no, no it's um, fine well it, it did very well it was fine yeah I clear. mean
2: just t- but so surprising mm. and from one of those things that you kind of go oh god oh, oh, oh you know and then you you find yourself slightly going yeah well uh yeah it's uh back on uh, on a tuesday uh so do yeah if you find yourself it you know so we're so fickle aren't we
1: we're so, so, fickle. so fickle. and then suddenly oh it's bbc One. Oh yes yeah, it's, it's fine yeah okay.
2: but to be honest though seriously i think it did get better i think series one was pretty dry there's nary a gag in sight because mm. those were all cut out. They probably weren't good enough to to make the cut. I'm not saying they were brilliant, but there was nary a gag. Mm. And I think it just found its feet
1: in series three, probably. Yeah, But um, that often happens with those shows. They peak about series. Definitely. The X Factor did it and loads of shows like yeah, that. Series three, yeah. four, five, somewhere yeah, around there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, look, come on. We've got to get back to the show, Margo on. Let's just have a quick look Let's before it, we Tom. finish. Let's look at 2021. Now, here's a thing which has popped up a few times. <gasps> and... Um, And loads of people are doing this. Well, no, no, this, I don't think there's any shame here. I think this might be rude. Is it Viagra or something? No. You have (laughs) bought so much Viagra. No, uh, you have bought Born to Swim Wild 2021 journal your cold outdoor swimming adventures in 2021, whether in an ocean, lake, or river. A perfect log book gift uh, for open swimming. There you are.
2: Now, again, this is my friend Sid, who crops up frequently.
1: Sid's episode, podcast, isn't it? Mm. Sid's episode.
2: Mm. S- this episode will be called the one about Sid. <laughs>
1: really well, Mel yeah. happened to be on the show, but it yeah. was mainly about Sid. So yeah. she, so, 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 in that you uh, aspire to Sid's knitting skills, are you also aspiring to Sid's swimming skills?
2: Mate, she lives next to a river
1: and oh. she swims every
2: day. You can oh. hear the jealousy in my voice, can't I can. you? Yeah, there's an edge to it. There's an edge to my voice. Yeah. She has taken to cold water swimming. Boy, does she like to go on about it. Also, my mate Murray, who lives down in South End, he has become a total devotee of cold water swimming yeah. and sends me videos like four times a week of him swimming he looks 10 years younger Tom it's the answer it is the answer to immortality
1: the research yeah, I'm is not coming out no it will because you're basically cryogenically freezing yourself if you go in the yes. winter but yes. there's, there's so I live by um uh the ponds up at um Hampo uh no, not hampo, no, no, no. Uh Wood Green. You know the bits there. There's there's two the oh. reservoirs, East and West Reservoir and Wood Green. And they've all started swimming on them. Yeah, like they've got said. like a club. Yeah, so Beth, my wife goes and swims there. I don't do it because I can't I literally can't swim, by the way. Literally can't
0: swim. What?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well that's another story for another day. Um but but she goes up and she has become she's just, obsessed. Yeah, she goes on about it. And really it. happy
2: all the time, annoyingly happy all the time because of the endorphins. Happy.
1: yeah, the endorphins. Yeah. And the research that's come out that says that it 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 can delay, or they think that it might delay onset of, of
2: dementia. Uh, dementia. I mean, what? yeah, totally. Also, I mean, the French do it a lot. Well, I've heard this, that they ice their breasts every morning, French women, to keep to keep them in a northwards direction. Yeah, French women shower very, very <laughs> cold water, or indeed use ice to keep the old breasts perky perks. Apparently so. So cold water. It it there there is research to say that there's a uh, uh, um, uh, you know anti aging. You had properties. to look away
1: from me when you explained that as well, by the way, which I enjoyed. I know I'm sorry. To I'm sorry, you're... Tom. So so French women get on. The, they put cold taps icy on, breasticles on, yeah. onto the booby-lalas of a yeah. morning to yeah. keep them. Uh...
2: Yeah, to keep them to keep them happy and upwards facing. I once saw Angela Rippon in the new Tom. (laughs) I'm not going to I'm not going to lie to you. We were members of the same gym. Okay, this is back in the '90s. Don't judge me. I I I had you know a bit of cash knocking around then Mm -hmm. to go to a Ponzi gym, and I did. My friends absolutely ripped the piss out of me for it. It was only a six month contract, but I saw Rippon in the buff. Okay, in the ladies, she looked sen ruddy stational
1: are you saying Angela she looked amazing in the 90s she looked amazing are we talking are we are we talking tits here are we talking the whole the whole thing the whole everything
2: upwards she looked amazing and I don't mind I don't mind saying that because I think she'd no. be pleased to yeah. know that I clocked her across the floor of the ladies <laughs> changing rooms and I had admired her she looked wow. amazing mate and I bet she's an ice I bet she's an ice bucket Dipper,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. whatever it is. Okay, so get like the French cold water on your boobs. Um, so, but so you haven't indulged in any old cold water swimming. Well, I can tell you haven't because you would have talked about it hours ago on the podcast because you that is the rule. It's a bit like having an electric car or 10 years ago, having an iPhone cold water swimming, cold water
2: swimming. Listen, my nearest natural water is the Brent Canal. (laughs) It's yeah, the Brent Canal is tiny. Oh, that's a plane. God, I haven't heard one of those for ages.
1: I had that the other day. That's
2: actually freaked me out.
1: I know. I felt. I felt. I feel like an unfound tribe in the Amazon.
2: <laughs> it's weird, isn't it?
0: It's really yeah. Weird. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, Brent Canal, tiny, like the color of the color of murk, the essence of murk, not as in Mercedes murk, Merc, as in <clears throat> brown. Kind of, I mean, horrible, really disgusting. Mm. There's a smell coming off it.
1: Yes, you're not swimming in that. No way,
2: full of tires, plastic bags, dog poo, probably human poo. It's absolutely rotting. There's no way I'm going cold water swimming in
1: that, my friend. What is your What is your exercise go to then? How do you How do you keep yourself fit?
2: Right, it's nineties. It's sheer nineties. Okay, I want you to step back in time. Alison Limerick is is featured quite heavily on this. It's Davina McCall, end of the 90s, power of three. And I'm doing one a day, half an hour a day, mate, absolutely religiously. And just get them
1: done every day.
2: Every what? ruddy day. There are three workouts on power of three. Yeah. There is the uh, pump, which involves weights, cardio box, which involves a bit of uh, boxing, mm. and uh, core stability. Which I haven't quite fathomed yet doesn't do much for me, but I'm doing it religiously. Wow!
1: So that's you every day for half an hour. Done.
2: Half an hour, mate. Simple. Absolutely, Simple. yeah,
1: yeah. That's a really, I love a, I love a hot contemporary tip. Do watch a <laughs> Davina McCall VHS from the nineties. Blow the dust off it, <laughs>
2: mate. It's so nineties. I love it. She's in, <laughs> she's in UGG boots at one point. It's that nineties. <laughs> it's brilliant. Now I'm, I'm, I'm a real devotee.
0: We like to live. Listen to toast, and we're not the kind who would boast. And even in spite of the host, we still like to listen to toast la, la la la. Um,
1: we've got here look at this twenty-seventh of January. We've got uh natural liquid iron supplements. <gasps> mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that's that's a perimenopausal thing. It's you know, I'm th- also I mean, you know, let's be honest, one's health has become quite top of the agenda hasn't it the last year we're all uh, totally understandably thinking oh you know what's going on and and So I'm thinking I've got to buff myself up. I'm doing a lot of vitamin D, a lot of Davina McCall 90s workouts and, like and I, some iron.
1: It's like, I feel like I've bumped into you at a festival. Yeah, it's good, mate. It's good. Doing a lot of vitamin D at the moment. I've taken a lot of iron. Yeah, really living the dream. Do you, do you, so I started taking a load of vitamin tablets and vitamin, I, think I, went for, I went for my B. My, actually, do you know what I did? I did BCD, right? Oh, da, da, da. B- da, 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 da. Exactly. You should only ever describe your vitamins what's that that's k i know it doesn't work um i went for bcd and um i don't know if they've made any difference
2: don't you just piss it all out i know i know and i've also been totally um oh what's the word again tom i've been radar. not radar. not the same Mm. one anyway i've been persuaded that's a boring one i was trying to think of a more interesting one Mm. i've been lured into this concept Again, it's a well, it's a musical theatre thing. If you do a little, if you dabble in musical theatre, suddenly you find a whole range of products you never even knew about.
1: Yes. People Why?
2: are, people are doing the, the, the big vape thing with some sort of oil. People are taking all sorts of goodness knows what. Anyway, I got into a thing called wellness formula. It's massively expensive. They come uh, through the post in these enormous kind of plastic uh, jars, mm. and it looks like a suppository. It's so big, mm. and I'm taking two of those a day, mate. I don't. I don't. Pop them up,
1: do made... you, or just pop them? Just, we'll pop up. just pop them down. Oh, sure, sure, sure. A bit, and and,
2: and then they, you have that slightly kind of you taste it for the rest of the
1: day. Uh, the irony thing, yeah. Does it make any difference?
2: No. No, I feel absolutely yeah. no exactly. different. Um, no different. But I'm um, still taking them and well they're £40 pounds a jar or uh, something. You,
1: well, you've got too much money, Mel Goodrich. I've always heard <laughs> this about you. Um, uh, and Also, interesting, you should mention the um, musical theatre thing. I didn't mention this, but this is back in December 2020. Yeah. Uh, the Rocky, Horror, sh- uh, Rocky <gasps> Horror Picture Show single disc edition. Oh, uh, and amazing. also, also women's colourful opaque denier tights. <laughs>
2: I'm, I'm a tight denier. <laughs> tight I, didn't, denier. I deny their existence. <laughs> now this is quite, oh God, this is a poignant lockdown moment, actually. Oh, Um, so I thought my kids, 17, 18, they love a bit of, well, one of them loves a bit of musical theatre. And I thought they've never seen Roddy Rocky Horror. They've never actually seen it. So it was at a time, I think it was in October, where the cinemas were actually open and we were allowed to go. And we went to the cinema and we saw the Rocky Horror, the three of us.
1: Oh, gorgeous.
2: There was no one else in the cinema. Just the three
1: of you? It
2: was just the three of us. And you know what a normal Rocky Horror I don't know about you, I mean, I was obsessed with Rocky Horror when I was a teen and yeah. I used to go the whole time to our local cinema and we'd dress up, we'd do the lab party. Coat, Yes. fishnet oh, tights, we'd God. throw the rice, we've got all the callback, you know, da, da, da. and it was the, it was so devastating mm. and and poignant and sad, but also they did
1: love it though. Well, I mean, you can literally, you can dance around the whole room. You've got a private cinema there. You've got oh, to be I, positive about those things.
2: But, but I kept saying to the girls, and we'd made a bit of an effort to dress
1: up, because I thought, okay, it's not going to be... <laughs> well, I can see that. You bought these different coloured types yes, here. we uh, bought the uh, deniers. Yeah, the deniers. You've got different, you've got three, you've got purple, you've got orange. Red. And you've gone for dark red, yes, yeah. yes. No, and I
2: thought, we'll make a bit of an effort. We won't do the full, you know, because, you know, we'll be socially distanced from all the other people in the cinema. Mate, it was just the three of us. Oh no!
1: <laughs>
2: and I, on my own, because the girls don't know the call response thing yet because they haven't seen it enough. And I mm-hmm. keep saying to them, the whole point about Rocky Horror is you go and you shout things at the screen. Yeah. So I was doing, I was doing all the the calls, but on my own. With top. them
1: just looking at you. Oh, Mel, that is that is poignant. It's
2: awful. It is poignant. So there's mm. a point where the narrator goes, and the sky was heavy. And, and then you go, describe your balls, describe your balls. And then he goes, pendulous. That's one of the things in Rocky Horror. And I did this. And the girls, they li- they thought I'd gone mad, Tom. <laughs> they thought they needed to call the blem- the
1: St. John's Ambulance, get them in. St. John's
2: Ambulance or the usherette. Although oh. there wasn't even an usherette because it's all very socially distant. But mate, that that's, literally, wow. that is the memory I'm going to carry with me from this
1: whole blooming, blooming experience. Shouting, describe your balls. Describe your balls. Dressed up in an an empty cinema. cinema. Oh, do you know what? Sometimes we have to leave this podcast on a, on a beautiful image. And sometimes those images just appear naturally. It's happened. (laughs) It doesn't get any better. It doesn't get any better. Um, Mel Goodrich thank you so much um, for sharing your purchase history on My Mate Bought a Toaster sadly we didn't get time to talk about the Bix maybe we'll talk about the Byros next time come on for the season oh,
2: no no they're not Biros. mate they're permanent markers oh. I think you'll find they're permanent oh. markers an altogether different uh,
1: type of pen okay more on that next time on My Mate Bought a Toaster <laughs> Mel thank you what a pleasure that was so fun there you go, then. Melga we are one episode in to series three of My Mate Bought a Toaster. Um, now, I have got a full, comprehensive list of everything she has talked about, uh, products-wise, anyway, uh, up on our Patreon. I'm going to, so just to warn you, I'm going to waffle on about the Patreon loads. Uh, if you go to patreon.com slash toasterpod, not only can you see, uh, with links... Uh, a full list of everything she's bought. You can also get access to a brand new podcast coming this week uh, where we will go into more detail on all the products, probably have a good look at the reviews. Uh, I've got a few comics joining me. We're just going to lull at products a little bit more. Uh, so if you fancy that, go to patreon.com slash toasterpod uh, where there's all sorts of other goodies as well, including all of Series 2 without any ads. So there you go, patreon.com slash toasterpod. Can I say that any more times? No, not today. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Next week, Zoe Lyons is going to be my guest. Fabulous, fabulous comic. It's a great episode. Already recorded it, and I'm feeling very smug about it because it is extremely funny. Uh, and if you fancy getting that early and ad-free, this Friday, it's going to be dropping on patreon.com slash pod. Turns out I can say it again. Right, have a good week, loves. All the best.
0: greatbigowl.com
2: It's an S-pod thing the podcast revisiting S Club 7's insane TV show. Yeah, I can't imagine
0: anyone's binge-watched this, anyone who's not on drugs.
2: <laughs> Thank you for bringing this into my life. Uh, it was honestly <laughs> truly appalling. Guests helped me analyse the show in more detail than anyone ever asked for. It feels weird to me to say the phrase sex object in a show
1: that
2: <laughs> was aimed at six-year-olds.
1: Do you think Do you think this is one of the problems with this show is that seven
0: is too much?
2: It's an S-Pod thing from Great Big Owl.